Coming up next on Techno Optimist Radio, you'll hear the latest news on how technology is solving some of the world's biggest problems, even the problems that technology itself may have caused, with Teresa Carey, a senior writer at Freethink. Could gene editing spare millions of animals by creating single-sex litters? What are autonomous sailing drones doing in the Gulf Stream? I'm going to be answering those questions today, but first let's talk about the plans to generate electricity on the moon. Yes, you heard that right, electricity on the moon. The moon's south pole may be the next destination hotspot. The European Space Agency has identified it as a possible place to establish a moon base, given its constant exposure to sunlight and the possibility of water. A team of researchers in Estonia have already jumped into designing solar panels that could power that lunar settlement. Scientists are working on solar cell technology that looks oddly like sandpaper. Embedded in each polymer sheet are thousands of crystals, each about the size of a grain of sand. The tiny microcrystals absorb sunlight, acting as a mini solar cell that generates power. The panels could be ideal for a lunar base because the microcrystal design allows for the production of low-cost, flexible solar panels which could cover large areas because of the endless size and shape options. The team also found that the microcrystals could be made from materials found in the moon's surface, such as iron, sulfur, and pyrite, sometimes known as fool's gold. So the inhabitants of the moon base could theoretically collect materials to repair the panels as needed. As more space organizations are exploring the idea of establishing a moon base or camp on other celestial bodies, like Mars, They will have to figure out how to support the occupants without ready access to Earth. The ideas run the gamut. We've already talked about fish farms on the moon in an earlier episode. But power is the number one need for making everything else possible. And back here on Earth, autonomous drones are headed to the Gulf Stream. After an epic mission to film the center of Hurricane Sam, Sail Drone, the uncrewed sailing vessel, has deployed three vessels into the Gulf Stream this winter to collect data on carbon uptake, how much carbon dioxide the oceans are absorbing. The world's seas have been absorbing carbon dioxide from the atmosphere for eons. The Gulf Stream is an important player in that process. Phytoplankton, tiny drifting plants, absorb carbon dioxide via photosynthesis. And carbon dioxide dissolves in saltwater directly to produce bicarbonate, a kind of carbon that is difficult to remove from the ocean. But the process of carbon uptake also produces carbonic acid, lowering the ocean's pH and making it more acidic. The fleet of drones will collect data on the rate that our oceans absorb carbon. Scientists are aware that the Gulf Stream absorbs a significant quantity of carbon from the atmosphere, but exactly how much is still in question. Even the best data is still only estimates. Researchers hope the data will help eliminate the uncertainty and improve climate and weather forecasting models. And in the lab, scientists have used gene editing to successfully create litters of mice that are female-only or male-only. The study shows how we could potentially spare countless animals from needless death and improve animal well-being in both scientific research and agriculture. Scientists and farmers often need only male or female animals. For example, research on female reproduction requires only female animals, such as lab mice. In agriculture... Male dairy cattle are often killed at a young age because they don't produce milk and are not valuable enough to rear. And also in agriculture, because male chickens don't lay eggs, chick culling 
killing of the day-old male chicks, is a widespread practice among poultry farmers. But this new technique, developed by researchers from the Francis Crick Institute and the University of Kent, leads to offspring of the desired sex only right from the outset. So here's how it works. The researchers can choose a certain sex by placing a gene editing element on the X or Y chromosome of the male parent. Then the technology selectively inactivates either male or female mice embryos shortly after fertilization, depending on which sex genes they have. In the pilot study in mice, it worked. The team believes the same technology may be used on farm animals, and in commercial applications, they think it could have a wide-ranging influence on animal welfare. And that's all I have for today. You can find out more about these stories in the show notes at weru.org. Look for Techno Optimist Radio with Teresa Carey. 